Got to go live. Got to go live quickly. Bigly. Because I have a visitor. I have the tornado chasing kid visiting me today. And that's the good news. The good. You want more good news, kids? You want more good news? <clears throat> 48 hours ago was the last chore, my last obligation I had to other people. And this is after a year. And I know I always talk about the house. That's what that's that was the thing in my mind, but it was a very taxing event and all that. <clears throat> and and we all knew it was going to be a big chore. Anytime you move this, that, all the other things, changing your your uh your banks, mailing addresses, uh, ID, insurance, all of it. All of that. I'm kind of very proud of myself because my neighbor Frank, way down the road. Closest neighbor. He's like, wow, you, you you've made a lot of progress. We're still we've been here for two and a half years and we're still doing I'm like, no, nope, that's not me. That's not me. I am not one to have nagging, annoying, outstanding chore liabilities to lessen the value and enjoyment of my life. I like to get everything done. I'm not one of you fucking normie and for me inferior types. Not my audience. Talk to the normies out there who <clears throat> someday will clean out the garage. Someday we'll put our. There is no someday. Great movie. It wasn't highly rated. It was uh, Night and Day with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. And he says, someday. <laughs> yes, yeah, someday. Just, that's just code word for never. I do not do the code word for never. When I say someday, I mean like today or tomorrow, motherfuckers. And so it was a very aggressive uh, uh, goal schedule I had in mind. Get the house done. Not this shitty Death Star Return of the Jedi that's partially completed. Oh, it's functional. I guess I, guess I could sleep here and mice aren't eating at my feet. I guess I can sleep here and, and I'm protected from the elements type of dust. No, I wanted it done. D-U-N, done, to quote Tom Lycus, St. Lycus. And I got it done. In spite of the mentally retarded middle schoolers known as American contractors, right there at all you American contractors, I beat you motherfuckers. I beat you. I could do your jobs, bitches. Anyone can. They could go on YouTube, go down to the homie depot, get themselves a separate set of uh, tools. You are so replaceable, and you will find that out when interest rates go up. I don't expect you middle school retards to figure out how interest rates affect your industry. I'll go to the last forever and get my dude dang diggly truck. My truck nuts. So I knew that. I was good. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, and this, and it, this is the year of no's, the new Aaron, new Cappy, and you thought he was pissed off before, and now he's a cold-ass motherfucker. I, I kind of already knew, but it became very clear to me just how robotic an NPC everyone is, nearly everyone. And, and it, it, I already kind of started seeing it in people that I knew. We won't mention who. We won't mention the multiple people of names who are conservative, Republican, libertarian, 
hey, you want to actually take some action and affect agency and existence into this world? No, I'm going to cry because it's COVID. I don't have a job. Ah! I'm going to freak out. I'm going to go become a nut job libertarian that'll piss everyone off at parties. <clears throat> Did you put your, ta- your chair underneath the kitchen table? No. What's this coffee cup doing here? Ah, out! Think you ought to lay off the roids there, uh, Spurgtardo? And then, whoa, whoa. You guys will never guess who this one is. Whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a second. Drive you to the airport? Yeah. Can you drive me to the... Whoa! Like like I said, could I fuck your wife? <laughs> could I set your house on fire? What? What? Is that the realm? <clears throat> so here I am. I got a lot of shit going on, right? I want to get this house done. So it's not that I can necessarily enjoy the house so I don't have to worry about it. Let's take it care of. And then I could go on and live life. Then the fun time. We get all our work done. Then we go have fun. And the only way you can have fun if you got the slightest bit of motherfucking morality about you is to not have any obligations left so you can do it guilt-free and relaxed. But then I got, like, no help. No help. From any motherfuckers, except for the great one. I'll grant the great one. He was a great help. Watched over the house, took care of things. Oh, the GF also helped out a lot. Some people, but it's so few. So fucking few. And it's it's kind of like, it's from Eddie Izzard, you know, like, talking about the British just getting, the, while it was just the British and the French trying to take on the Nazi whores, like, Fucking knackers, where have you been? We're fucking dying over here. He's talking to the, the American. Well, we had to wait until some, somebody did something bad to us. We're Americans. And I realized I don't give a shit what L or R is in front of your name. I don't give a shit what you motherfuckers are saying or talking about. The vast majority of you motherfucking pieces of shit are motherfucking pieces of shit. You are a bunch of worthless NPC motherfuckers. Not a single one of you exists on this planet. No matter how much you talk about this and talk about that, get your guns. You do deep philosophical dives about independence and philosophy. None of you leave your fucking homes. And when there's a challenge, can you stand up to it? None of you are able to take your individuality, yourself, and affect it upon the world. You sit there and let the world happen to you. And then when you got a buddy, buddy, hey, I can really use some help. Hey, can, can you do the small? And I'm like, oh, it's all show. You're all just a bunch of Christians going to the church. 95% of you are all bullshit. You just go there. Oh. And that's how you live life. And 
that was that was already already with the bullshit in the house and the, and and this uh, thing my business growing already redlining it you throw on the house 100 hour work weeks i got to deal with the fucking retards called the middle schoolers of contract bro i got to go get hotels i got to manage a bunch of idiots and morons now we're really redlining uh, it's, it, it's starting to light up because of the heat that's how hot started to send out light Then if that wasn't enough, it's like, hey, you know this redlining engine? Let's just dump a whole bunch of sand in it. And that was Thanksgiving to 48 hours ago. And I realize for the most part, no matter what people say, none of you guys exist. And you could see it. Because what is Thanksgiving and Christmas and the entire New Year's? What is that? That's where everybody come over. I didn't understand why do people get so stressed out during the holidays? I couldn't understand, like, if, if the wife or the women were making dinner. You know, grandma wanted the perfect Christmas. I'm like, okay, she's putting a lot of effort into it. I get that. Never understood. And then, okay, I knew kind of like, well, with the, the COVID and politics, whether it was Trump or Obama and Hillary, all right, well, I, you, know, you don't really talk politics. But was it tall? I was running on fumes. And then what does what does Cappy's family require him to do? Hey, Cappy, we know you're on fumes, but can you drive all over fucking tarnation and go to this Christmas and that Christmas and this Thanksgiving and that Thanksgiving? And I'm not doing the regular shtick about like, oh, haha, you're not a real Gen Xer unless your parents are divorced and live color across the country and both require you to visit. But that was part of it. We're going to do this party and then that party. We're going to go over here. We're going to go over there. And then if you got a nice gal with you guys, here's where this is where you're going to um, – you got to be careful if you have a nice person. This could be, I guess, also for women who have a nice husband or a good-hearted husband. Nice people just get taken the fuck advantage of. And I'm looking at my GF and she's grabbing this and grabbing that and grabbing this and grabbing that. Oh, we got to grab this. We got Now, I don't know if you know this about Minnesota. It's motherfucking cold. And I'm looking, I'm like, we're always grabbing shit and putting it in the car. We got to get this thing. I have to make that. We got to get this. And women, all women do in life. Let me tell you what women do in life. They live from, they live for this like month and a half period from Thanksgiving to the new year to just exchange uh, uh, ceramics, to exchange pans. Oh, I need this pan. Here's this pan. Now this pan, you got this. I put some stuff in the pan. We're, okay, we only, we, I need my pan back. Oh, I have to return this pan to your mother. I have to return this pan to your Gretchen. I have to return your Gretchen to Amy. I got to return this thing uh, to your aunt. I got to return this to your grandma. And I'm like, get in the fucking car. The whole fucking family could starve us all. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not, we're not grabbing no more fucking bags. Christmas, you got, yeah, okay, you got to put the, you got to put the gifts in. That I get. But holy shit, if you got a nice person on your side. And their family takes advantage of them. Like, oh, I got to make everything for everyone. <sighs> Loading up your dinky little car or truck with all these pans and all these plates and dishes. Ooh, save the pig! There. It, it, I can't decree, but here's what you're going to do next Christmas. Can you save the bags? I want to. No, I'm not saving the fucking bags. You save them. You grab them. You put it out. Otherwise, I'm throwing it away. Saving fucking bags. 
Got to get back in the car. Got to drive over here. Got to drive five hours that way, two hours that way, six hours that way. And then I realized, oh, I know the point. I see. I see. This is go and make everybody else happy. This is you people. You don't get to have no fun. You get to drive far and wide to multiple places and multiple parties, multiple Christmases. And when you get there, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? And here's very important. This is where I want you guys, because we are independent-minded people. We are not the fucking robots. Many of you are going to go do something different. A tornado-chasing kid. I'll give you a perfect example with the tornado wasn't allowed home for Christmas. Why? Because he didn't get the shot. And his grandparents are yelling. Now, I can kind of see one way or another, but he was not allowed to come home for Christmas or Thanksgiving. Wouldn't you want to know what's going on in the tornado chasing kid's life? Now, what would be the natural follow-up? Tornado chasing kid walks into any party, Christmas, company party, whatever. What do you do, Frank? And Frank says, oh, I chase tornadoes. What should happen at that point in time? People would say, you chase tornadoes? That's very interesting. What's it like? Do you have any pictures? Do you have a website? You would follow up because that's a very interesting thing. And you would think that when other loved ones, whether it's family or friends, come visit you at whatever capacity, you say, this person traveled clear across the fucking state, clear across the fucking country, which many of you did. You walked in and what happened? Nothing. You weren't even acknowledged to have existed. And I don't want to sound like, woe is me. No one ever talked to anybody. I literally went to like, I'd have to say probably eight different fucking events. Ranging from weddings, which of course, naturally, that's not supposed to be about you, to Christmases to Thanksgivings. I don't think I got asked more than three questions about how my year went. And it is not that it should all be about you. But if you go and you travel all over the fucking place and you walk like, hey, fellow people I know, what's up? Talk about this, talk about it. You know what happens? Usually two or three people that monopolize the fucking entire conversation. And they talk about dumbass motherfucking shit. Hell, you don't even get to ask Uncle Joey about what's going on in his fishing boat career. You don't get to ask um, uh, Auntie Frida how that's going here because everyone fucking... And you can literally... And I watched this. I watched this. I saw that guy hasn't talked. That guy hasn't talked. This girl didn't get the same thing. And I know there's some interesting shit going on in that girl's life. That person didn't get to talk that. You got three, four people. And then you realize, I don't fucking exist. I might as well not even be here. Oh, by the way, you end up getting sick, got the cold and the cough. Of course, that's delayed because I have to use my voice for, for a living. And that was it. That was the sand poured into the already redlining, already stroking out, heating out engine. And then naturally, I got taxed. I got sick. Got a really bad cold. I guess it wasn't the Wuhan. <clears throat> Just a really, really bad cold. And then the final thing was having to go to a wedding, which I understand. But I had to drive from Vegas to Phoenix. And that was good. I met people. Aaron, how you doing? It, was, it literally was like Lester Burnham in American Beauty. You know, 
No one's asked me that in years. I'm like, it's going great. I, I do it all these things. Really? That's interesting. Tell me more. Well, yeah, this weird thing happened. It's not even about me. It's about this fascinating shit that I merely just happen to be a part of. Yeah, we did this thing, and there's a seminar. I did some stuff. It's like you get to do show and tell finally again, but the adult version. What's going on with you? Now that we're not being interrupted by a bunch of fucking monopolistic, you know, oxygen suckers, what's happening in your life? Yeah, you got kids now. How are they? Your business is going, that, what is it? Are you do this? You do that? That's great. Even then, you're tired as you get back. And I got back. It's like being in prison for a fucking year, and I finally got back. And I'm like, wow. Now I get to do what I want to do. What I'd like to do, what I'd really like to do, is go for a motherfucking hike. I want to go for a fucking hike. I'd like to go golf. I still, that little nagging sickness, it's been 10, 11 days. And you don't want to do it. We're like, I think I'm good enough. And you go on some monstrous hike and you relapse. There's still that coppery taste in the morning when I get up. Still a little weak. <sighs> I don't know if I, I've never been released from prison, but I'd imagine... For those of you that have, it's not like one little gate and like they open it. See you, Frank. Bye. Like you have to be processed out, right? And it's like this, like it's just delayed a little bit. Like you have to be processed. Like I'm no longer in population, but now I'm in the processing out. Like they give you back your effects when you went in. And uh, it's like that. Like I I'm not not free yet. I'm not in prison, though, but I'm not free yet. Like I, I just don't. I can't do what I want. I was so looking forward to this day. Now I'm here and I slept 10 and a half hours one day, nine and a half the next. Uh, I'm going and getting coffee and I can do my, and I even got my taxes done. That's all. Despite all that shit, I got my tax. Now I still have some little taxes left to do. I'm waiting on some paperwork, obviously, you know, 1099s and things like that. But I finally got here and I realized Many things over the 2021. I mean, I already knew that contractors are pretty much shit. But looking at the con and looking at the population of South Dakota, like, yeah, okay, I know I got to move. I got to get property overseas. There's, there's, there's nothing good about Americans. <laughs> there is, though, nothing really worth staying here except to go outdoors. The land itself is worthwhile. Driving your motorcycles and maybe going golfing might be worthwhile. But 2021, show me. Just how fucking worthless most people are, even the ones that are presumably close to you. And I don't mean to sound like a completely arrogant piece of shit, but it's kind of like, you know, if if you are not getting help, if you're not getting counter-investment, it's not supposed to all be about you. I want to make that very clear. You don't just walk in, hey, my big swinging dick is here. Everybody ask me about me. But if, and, and, and 2022, just try this for all of you. Reassess every single one of your relationships. Like when you go in, like someone invites you to dinner, okay? Hey, how you doing? Fine. And you're talking, are you talking as they're giving exchange? You ask them about them, all right? You're having a good conversation. You got to, oh, good. I, I got to hang out with Bob some more. 
right? I got to learn about this, Bobby. But if you go out, family, New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving, or it doesn't matter, and everyone's fucking running around with the heads cut off, no one's raising their kids correct, so everyone's got to do it with the chaos, although kids can be generally chaotic, you understand that? And just do this. Just do, Just try this once. Go to a party. Go to an event. Sit there and then do the game. Like, I, not the game, but the strategy. Like, how do I get people to like me? You ask people three things about them before you even offer one thing about yourself. You ask questions about them. Go in there and do that. You could just sit and be quiet. See if anybody asks you about yourself. See if anybody acknowledges that you're a sentient human being with thoughts, adventures, things. And not to sound like a complete dick, got kind of a different life. Might be different. I walk into a company party. I almost guarantee you I'm probably the more, more, one of the more interesting people. Maybe not the entrepreneur. Maybe not the person who owns the company or founded it. Maybe not somebody who's doing like marlin fishing or something like that. But usually, yeah, I'm more interesting than your fucking project manager. I'm more interesting than, than, the, uh, than the IT guy. And you can, and it's a fascinating study how so far up people's asses, their, their own asses they are, where you walk in and nobody asks you about yourself. I asked this why I said, did anyone ask you about yourself? No. Felt horrible. Friend went off to a party. They ask you about you? No. You have an interesting life. I knew this. Only you got an interesting life. No one asked you about it. They didn't ask you about this. They didn't ask you about that. They didn't even ask you about Nope. Oh my goodness, this wine is so great. Oh, this reminds me of this time about me. Me, 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 me. Walk into a party. Walk into a social event. Sit there. Don't be a recluse. Don't sit in the corner. Go and stand. It's amazing phenomena. You walk, stand in a group of people. Introduce you. Oh, hi, my name's Aaron. Nice to meet you. You know, be polite, be civil. And then see if, not when, if, if anybody asks you about you. I actually did enjoy the uh, wedding I went to because I met a guy called Dennis. Dennis was an entrepreneur. Dennis and his wife, nice people. Gumi, gumi, gobi, gobi. I'm asking about Dennis. And Dennis has an interesting life. And I won't mention who he is or how or what. But I mean, and you were like, oh, this guy did something with his life. I am interested in what he did with his life. Explain the details of what you did here and there and stuff like that. And that was intellectually stimulating. doesn't have to be about you. But you know what Dennis did then? Everybody sit the fuck down. Hey, hey, all, all the fat Americans in the house say, ho, 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 ho. Sit the fuck down, all your fat asses. He asked me about me. Oh, my fucking God. What do you do? That's a long story. Well, eh, I'm kind of one of these internet people. Really? Yeah. And he's like, that sounds, it's like, yeah, I thought it was too, but apparently nobody else does. <laughs> Thank you, Dennis. And, we, and there was more people at the table than just me and Dennis. And so other people were asking about different things. And then they would volunteer things about themselves that were germane to the time. Like, I got a cousin who does that. Oh yeah, what's his channel? And everyone had a good time. It, it wasn't just enjoyable. It was re-energizing. Because it kind of told you like, no, you're not a fucking NPC. So you, you pinged 
It's like, am I alone in this universe? You send out radio signals, you know, like SETI, they, they try to find, and you get a ping back, like, holy shit, we're not alone. But you can be in the United States of America with 330 million people, I guess now, and you could be alone. You can send out all that, you'll never get a ping back because everybody is so far up their own fucking asses. And you could be sitting right there, like, oh, asking people about them, blah, 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 blah. Not in an exchange not in the end. Well, I asked you a question about you, Niza, but like, oh, that's interesting. And Bill's just like, Whoop. and then what they talk about? Holy shit! You people got no lives. You talk about work. You talk about your projects at work that aren't interesting. They're not. You like, if you were a surgeon, oh yeah, I patched this one guy's heart back up, replaced a kidney, whatever. Like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh, God, all you project managers, just please just shut the – no, no. I don't want to hear about realtor jobs. I don't want to hear about project manager jobs. I don't want to hear about accounting. No offense, Chad, I mean, but accounting is boring. Well, I, I guess I guess not. Chad makes it interesting, especially with the drama of, of busy season, and I guess he's an entrepreneur. Like, tell us about your kids. Tell us about something unique. You can, what's it like being a parent? No. Work boring as shit. And then you say, why the fuck did I drive all the way over here? <laughs> why the fuck am I here? Because if it is not, if your presence isn't even at least acknowledged, you don't get the occasional question. It could be from if someone as close as your mom, you said someone at the, at the holiday party. You're wasting your fucking time. And I don't know about you, but my brain needs to be stimulated. And especially after fucking sitting out there in the middle of the fucking prairie, Building a home, 100-hour work, where he's playing catch-up with work. You want to get like, hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? Anything, tell you. And you get just as much stimulation with sitting around people as you would playing a video game because nobody's interacting. Everyone's a fucking NPC. Fuck that shit. So then when someone says, hey, can you do X for me? Be that a favor or visiting or come to this party, or come to that party. The answer in 2022, unless you absolutely know these people and they're gonna and there's gonna be interaction, you know it's gonna be a good time. The answer is fuck you, no, no. Hey, Cappy, can you do no? Hey, man, can you like it? No. Well, we're gonna. You want to come out for Thanksgiving? No. Well, look, we can't come to your place. Too bad. Guess there's no Thanksgiving. Who did I know? Who did I know? Oh, I knew a couple. I said, did any of your relatives come down for Christmas? And they're like, no. Like, what? You live in a nice place. It's warm here. No one came down? And I'm like, have people lost their fucking minds? And... After And here's what it really boils down to. This is the economic lesson. This is what you pull away from it. All we got is time. That's it. That's our currency. That's your real currency. Oh, sometimes you exchange it in for money through work and labor, and then you buy things with it. But all you got is your time. And the most important thing, as I've said time and time again, is human beings. But the, the human beings, even in the conservative, libertarian, or your family, your friends, they're just such shit. They're so fucking worthless. It's wasting your time. And I understand it now. I mean, I, I kind of disagree, but I totally understand now why people just hermit it up. I understand why people don't travel. They don't go to Christmas. They don't go to, they don't go 
where you know, like, no, I'm just playing my video. I understand. I get it. Why are you kind of new? Because especially younger men, like, well, what? You're going to go out to a nightclub? That's pretty stupid. Yeah, go play your video games. But I totally understand, though. I totally get it. And, dude, I don't really believe in the metaverse. Like, I don't know if you guys looked at this metaverse thing with uh, Facebook. I'm just crazy me, but if you want something to take off, oh, the metaverse, 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 metaverse. How about make it so we can fucking find it and access it? How about that? Go ahead. Try and find it. Try and find the metaverse. Oh, you need crypto in an account. No, nope. no. Have fun with your metaverse. Population zero. <clears throat> but I can understand where maybe not the metaverse because they just botched that off. Uh, we're living a digital world. I totally get it now. Yeah, go play your video games. I had a much more, like I look back in the past 10 years, I thoroughly enjoyed playing Skyrim. I thoroughly enjoyed playing Red Dead Redemption. Not Red Dead Redemption 2 because that was an entire chore. But I get it. I go over here and there's people playing poker. And there's the old timey piano guy playing, you know, Red Dead Redemption. I could go shoot and go hunt. Or you could do it in the real world. But holy shit. Is the average American a complete negative ROI in terms of investing your time? And again, you know, you got you to gotta get the balance right, guys. You can't just, it's all about me. Everybody suck my dick. But if you walk in and nobody says anything about you got friends, friends, who are like, hey, you want to hang out? Really, that's what, it, you know, like perfect example, of course. Like when you say, hey, you want to come over and help work on the car? What that is man speak for is, hey, you want to hang out? I haven't seen you in a while. It'd be cool to hang out. Hey, drop me off at the airport. Hey, you want to get a beer? Hey, hey, hey. And all you get is the pot rack story. You're like, oh, you got to hang a pot rack. You got you to gotta hang a pot rack. Your garage is filled with shit. You, you, your garage is filled with crap. You're, you need a new furnace, but today, by God, you need to hang that pot rack. <laughs> and that was that was 15 odd years ago. I should have picked up on that a long time ago. I mean, you thought I was pissed off before. You thought I was single, cynical. You thought I was a misanthrope. Now, holy shit, motherfuckers, all you fucking NPCs out of my fucking life, all of you. I've kicked them all out. I was like, no, no, mm-hmm. nope. Go up, bye bye, bye bye. But but but, we're the same team. No, we ain't. You're not human. You don't exist. Sergeant Rumpy Fluffalo ain't here. I could do the Sergeant Rumpy Fluffalo more entertaining, but he is. He is. All of you, listen to me. All of you who sit on your fucking asses at home and you do not care to engage other human beings and you don't ask loved ones, family, or friends about themselves, you don't exist. You don't, I don't mean that in my world. I'm like, ah, they're dead to me. No, no, you don't exist. You might as well be dead. Really, why are you alive if it's just going to be talking about yourself? I can't imagine something more boring than talking about myself. Now, if there's interesting things you do in your life, <clears throat> that's different, right? But saying the same damn story over and over again that everyone's heard before, hey, maybe ask your kid, what's it like living in a foreign country? 
Hey, maybe ask your best friend, hey, how things going with this or that? <laughs> ask the new stranger, hey, what is it that you do? Well, that's very interesting. What intellectual object? Maybe do that? No. So few of you are able to do that. And, and fuck you. And fuck you. And once again, we come to the very important lesson. What do you control? You don't control the NPCs. They're already programmed. They're, they're, they're not there. They're not there. They're not there. They're not there. You need to accept that. And then you need to go. The year of no, 2022. And I'm going to be so judicial. And maybe it's because I had so little time. I was so burned out. I had not worked this much since college. And it was damn well near a year. And, and this time, thankfully, I had the money for food. By the way, fuck all of you back in the 90s when I could have used some food. Why are you so angry? Whoa, I don't know. You dropped down to 118 pounds because there ain't no money for food. <clears throat> but going forward with what little time I got left, well, Clara, you might alone live 30, 40 years. Yeah, you're right. That's a little time. That's very little. I am done wasting it on people who don't exist. I'm not falling for the honey trap of come on over, family and friends and camaraderie. Nope. Matter of fact, it's going to be like, you know what's going to be a testament? Whether you come to me, how hard is it to visit people in Vegas? <laughs> you want to see, and a lot of this is Minnesota too. You want to see how stupid Minnesotans are? I'll show you how stupid Minnesotans are. Even the conservative. I got all these friends. Hey, I gotta get out of Minnesota. Minnesota cold and taxes, liberals in there. They burned down our buildings. Boo hoo hoo. They took our catalytic converters. Boo hoo hoo. All right. Wanna come down to Vegas? Whoa. I'm. Oh. I'm, flights are like 59 bucks round trip on Spirit. Whoa. Oh, mm. Okay. Can I fuck your wife? Oh, yeah, maybe. The tragedy that. That asking someone to come, hey, you want to come down to Vegas to escape the cold? Have some fun? Live some life? Has just the same reactions like, hey, can I stick my dick in your wife's mouth? Whoa. Mm, ah. You didn't say no. <laughs> you could literally... Minus 40 degrees in Minnesota, base temperature, not, not even wind chill. They could set fire to a whole bunch of other buildings. They could steal everyone's catalytic converters. Like, hey, Spirit has a special 38 bucks round trip. Come on down to Vegas. They go, whoa, whoa. You could go, come back three years later, and they'd still be there. Mm, eh, eh, oh, mm. I mean, y'all dead to me. Because you're all dead. You don't exist. None of you are alive. My God. And that's that's the biggest, and, and that's the problem. Humans are the number one thing in life. And I am sadly realizing even a smaller, smaller precious few are worth the shit that comes out of my ass and is wiped and smeared on the toilet paper. There are... So few humans that are worth pissing on. 
that it, it's kind of depressing and sad. It's like, oh, because it directly affects your enjoyment in life. Like, I like golfing. I like hiking. I like motorcycle riding. You know what would be fun? Doing it with somebody else. And it's like, I, what, what even confuses it, it flummoxes me. How hard is it to sell fun? Come to Vegas. What? I didn't say let's go to church. I didn't say let's go get um, a tetanus shot. I didn't say let's go build a retaining wall. I say come to Vegas. And you can't get people to do it. And it's it's kind of like, I don't know if there's a picture of it somewhere. There must be somewhere. There's a joke, if anything, of one soldier charging you know, he's got his guns and all the other soldiers are staying in the trenches. But you're not charging to war or the German gun emplacements. You're charging to have fun. And everyone wants to sit in their trench of shit, piss, and filth and boredom and mediocrity and non-existence. And I keep, it's like looking back, like, come on. the fun, the fun is over here with the life, the living, it's over here. No, we want to sit in the trenches of Minnesota and piss on ourselves. <coughs> they complain about there being piss on us. Uh, there's ice cream, free ice creaming in the other trench. You want to make it over? Oh, I don't know. I kind of like having Frank's piss on me. And Bob's fucking my wife. You know, it's comfy here. And then, in a, in a, I guess, continuing on with this metaphor, you really do go into this no man's land. There are no men out here. There are so few fucking men and women, real men and women out here, enjoying life. Except instead of getting shelled on, it's having fun. Hey, you want to get a coffee and hang out? Hey, you want to go to the airport? We'll chit-chat. Hey, do you want to go for a hike? Hey, do you want to go get a beer? Hey, do you want to do something other than work and fucking chores before we all motherfucking die? Hey, can I fuck your wife? Well, mm, huh? I don't know. And that's and, and and take it for what it's worth. Maybe you're luckier. Maybe you, maybe you got cooler friends. Maybe you got better family. Maybe you when you go out, you got you belong to a team at work. Like they're like, hey, what's up, Frank? And they punch you in the shoulder and they, you make jokes about each other and you're like, time to whatever, sell some houses. Time to make some widgets. <clears throat> Heck, could even be Jiffy Loop. Time to change some oil. Let's do it. You know, and and God bless. Be happy. God almighty, be so thankful if you got those people. Be so thankful. But I'm going to recommend all you, like the first quarter of 2022, you start auditing people. You start auditing these motherfucking fraudulent pieces of shit, claim to be your friend, claim to be your, you audit them. And no blood thicker than water and all that other shit. You walk in and you say, all right, I'm here. How are we going to react? Not everyone's got to suck my dick, but can can I be acknowledged? And could could I be asked about one or two things? Am I allowed to ask a question? Or are we all just going to talk? Is are we just moving pots and pans around? Oh, here's your dishes. Oh, here's your dough. I used oh, this is right. Here's your plastics. Here's your dishes. Basically, or is it like, hey, Bobby's here. 
Hey, Frank came home. Frank, how you doing, man? What's up? Tell us about Oregon. What's it like being a lumber? The fires get in your way, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. If that doesn't happen, why are you there? Why are you there? You, you Here's how bad it is. It's, I'm not kidding. This is how bad it is. And you all know this is how bad it is. It's so bad. I'm sitting like, I got my to-do list. It's practically done. Now, of course, I like to go out and play and <clears throat> do more outdoor things. But with this with this remnant cold, it's getting to the point like, I might read a book. Not sit down and read a physical book. I mean, but it may be, I, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm not getting any st- intellectual stimulation from the NPCs because you can't. But maybe I'll download some books and just go for a walk. Didn't you run earlier? Didn't you go for a hike? Yeah, but like go for a watch just to listen to a book. Because there are that few humans worth of shit and investing in. And I'm not trying to get you all depressed. I'm not trying to be dark. I'm trying to prevent what happened to Fred. A couple people mentioned Fred in the chat room. Like, And I don't know why Fred decided to leave, but he did. But the sooner you diagnose this correctly, the sooner you can stop wasting your time on people that don't think you exist. And then find people who do, whether that's online, whether it's through synthetic stuff on the digital world or whatever. A lot of people are like, oh, but that's so dark. It's like, look, we don't improve. We don't get happier lives unless we accurately diagnose how bad the situation is and figure out who and who is not alive in our world. And we figure out how they, you know, like, wow, no one gives a shit about me. Well, at least now you know. Now you know to move on. I mean, if you want to, like, uh, this would be a, a, a great lesson for any young black male to figure out. You're in the ghetto, can almost guarantee you nobody gives a shit about you in there. You're in a very, you're in probably the most toxic environment. You, you need to assess that now. You need to critically assess whether or not the people in your life give two flying shits about you. And you'll soon find out they don't. And when you do, then you know, I got to get out of here. I got to go find my people wherever they are. And then it's so fucking bad because Americans are so fucking brainwashed. It's so fucking stupid. so fucking shallow materialistic. You better prepare to not find anyone. Heck, I had this poor kid work really hard uh, for a girl to impress a girl. And he's like, but without her, I find no life. I'm like, yeah, buddy, get used to that. (laughs) Get used to that. Oh, you're unique. You graduated early and kicked a lot of ass. You don't even have anything in common with your friends. Nobody understands you. Get used to that. So there's that. Um, let's go through the super chats. There's a lot of them. I even got an article. Look at this. Oh, by the way, getting back to normal. Today I can do my I can do my podcast. Is that about right? That's about right. All right, let's go through the super chats. And let's just hold off. This is enough for now. I got to go. I'm going to try and go golfing. I think I got the energy for it. Um, so I go get, But there is an article I want to get through. Uh, Michael Manker, five bucks. I pay every single bill as soon as it arrives. No debt, losers. Now I'm on my way to Arizona for some sun and hiking completely stress-free. Exactly. Exactly. Have nothing on your to-do list, including bills. Why do you pay your bills so quick? Oh, fuck you. Fucking inferior piece of shit. Shut the fuck up. Have fun being 90 days late on your credit card. Darok, two bucks. Hi, Cappy. Thoughts on Charles Burkowski? Don't know him. Send me a request. 
Nonstop trade, two bucks. Capion Unchained 2022, shorter, angrier, and cheaper. Oh, no, not cheaper. Prices are going up. Uh, X-Van, $10. It's all about frame. Family wants you to come to them. I, I would just like to not have to play the mind games. You know what a guy wants? He wants a girl that just loves him and takes care of him, and he doesn't have to play the fucking games and babysit her. That's what he wants. He wants someone to support him. That's it. And I know that doesn't, but it just gets so fucking exhausting and tiring when everybody you have to game. That's why friends are so valuable. They're so awesome. And it's so tragic when they get married or lose their life and they don't go out and they don't do anything anymore. It's like, do you want to go do something? No, watch TV. They got the horror shows on. I'm going to watch again. William Curtin, five bucks. When I would go home after a few months over the road, take me to the store so you can set, sit in the car for an hour or so, mother, sister. Yeah, yeah. That's. Joy Davis, five bucks. Family blames me for being unsocial. I reply, I'm not trying to be unsocial. I'm creating boundaries. Family peer pressure is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it. again, it's not supposed to be about you. You're not supposed to be the center of attention, but when you go there, it'd be nice to know it is a, an acknowledgement that you're pinged. You send it out, send it back. Oh, I do exist. All right, thank you. <clears throat> Sam Whiskey, the most American main name in America, five bucks. Enough about me. Let's talk about me. <laughs> I will admit there's like a piece of me that's just like, this is this amazing journey I went on. I hate this. This crazy. It's not even really about like, dude, there's this thing called the end. I can't believe it. I get super chats. It's crazy. It's weird. Isn't this nuts? And it's happening to me. So I applied for my master's degree. Nonstop trade, two bucks. Since when did parents actually raise their kids? Yeah. No, they don't. They don't. No. You know, did, does that even happen now? How was your day at school? Do you sit down? I mean, I, I hated dinner, probably because we weren't asked about. We, we had to go through family Bible devotion. And, and then just maybe my parents asked about it. I don't remember it. But do you ask about, hey, how was your day at school? Man, that American Beauty was so telling. Like, he said, how was your day at school? Okay, just okay. You can't start talking to me like we're friends, Dad. It's like, well, you lost it. Sam Whiskey, five bucks. Captain, we know you took a long journey to get here. Tell us how good your life is today. Inspire us. All right, I'll do it quickly, but I do have to get going. <clears throat> I got here by making mistakes and doing it the hard way. That's how I got here. Trial and error, and the way I got here, if there's a, a happy side or happy angle or the main lesson, is that things were so bad doing what I was told to do that I had to find other sources of income which forced me into entrepreneurship. I was not an entrepreneurial person, but I didn't have a choice. And then my first entrepreneurship thing was, um, I think, ballroom dancing in a real capacity. And I'm like, oh, crap. And then when I realized that I am way more efficient at organizing some form or means to get my own money, I don't need to rely on an employer, that continued on. And then a lot of it was luck. I would not be here if it wasn't for the internet. If I was born 20 years earlier, it wouldn't have happened. If I was born 20 years later, I wouldn't have hit the market. 
and all it was I kept trying. I kept trying. I got a lot of lot of ideas. And I guess the, the moral of the story, the happy takeaway is fuck employers. Fuck them. It's inefficient. Use them to get by, to put food on the table. But your motherfucking number one job is to find some kind of self-employment where you don't rely on that asshole. And to be a minimalist, so you need the least amount of money possible so you can go out and live life so that your to-do list is done. And your options are read a book while walking, get some more coffee, or go golf. Michael Manker, two bucks. Red Dead 2 has a mission where you help feminists. I can't. You had to clean your horse. You had to shower. You had to bail hay. Fuck that shit. Oh, this Hanyaker, that guy. Hey, you know what happens when I go visit Atham? Atham occasionally asks me about me. Maybe he makes a penis joke every once in a while. Maybe there's even a white joke in there or a Jewish joke. That's interesting. Oh, I exist. <clears throat> Just so you know, I never instigate it. I never begin. I never start it with Atham. I always say, how is my good and handsome friend? And then he says hurtful things to me. Robert Flores, five bucks. So much mobility, immobility by dudes to out-of-home activities. I think things like pool halls, arcade, live music will be on the decline. Don't invest there. It... it I even meetup groups. I go there. These meetup groups are lame. Oh, I tried going doing the Dungeons and Dragons. I'm going to try again. I'm just hoping I had bad luck, but I know it's, I know, I know it's going to happen. You know, and ladies here, here's some, let's say you find a special someone. Can you all here? 2022. Can you all do me a huge favor? Stay the fucking shape for them. Have some great sex. Can we all agree to do that for our loved ones? Is that too hard? Wife got fat. Well, leave. <laughs> Sam Whiskey, five bucks. People love their smartphone more than life itself. Yeah, but, but okay, life, I, that I don't understand. But other people, yeah, the smartphone is more interesting than other people. Because other people are, are robots. They're NPCs. Rob Fugolski, our Polish agent in the field, part of the 1099 superior race. I used this tactic while on the first date. When I mentioned my through hike of the AT, Appalachia Trail, and get no follow-up questions about a five-month, 2,200-mile hike. Yeah, Appalachia Trail in the woods. Then I know it's the last time I'm out. Yes. Yes. Like I usually say I'm an author because that's simple and easy to understand. And people like really interested in it. What kind of books do you write? And I said, oh, I write books on finance and blah, 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 blah. And usually it ends there. Because then no one, they, they got you. They got your known quantity. Now you're, you're understood. And then they move on to something else. Rarely I say, well, how'd you get into that? Or they follow up with, with like a, a pure curiosity. Not necessarily about me, but about the profession. Because again, you yourself are the most boring motherfucker on the face of the planet to yourself. It's maybe what you do. That's that's very interesting, or that, that is what's interesting. Sam Whiskey, two bucks. Cappy, I meant life itself. Oh, okay. I forgot what you originally wrote the first time. That's all right. Nonstop trade, <clears throat> two bucks. It was great doing reconnaissance in Texas and Florida. Yeah, nice states. Very nice states. I prefer Florida over Texas, but Texas has its charms. Burb Shield, 
Five Australian dollars. As a meetup organizer, I can confirm that NPC describes a good cross-section of society. Yeah. It, I remember when when meetups were fun. They were a good old time, uh, especially a running group I belonged to. And then you go run and, and like, it was one of my more fond memories was running with new people and asking, oh, is it all that, you know, make cracking jokes. And then those people kind of left and then the new ones came in and I just remember you know, this is a while ago, but they might as well have been looking at phones in their hands. Oh, what do you do? Oh, you're a, whatever, a nurse. Oh, what type of nurse? Oh, a pediatric nurse. Oh, do you like kids? You do. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just put on my headphones and tell you to fuck off. John Peters, five bucks. Minnesotans are pretty bad. The movie Fargo proved that. Also, the HBO Succession, one of the worst characters is from St. Paul, The Accuracy. And Minnesotans just, they're, they're a despicable people. That's all. Athabal Decula, $2 super chat. We don't know what it is. It is probably Mexican poops. Taekwondo, two euros. Cappy in rare form must have been hurt recently. It wasn't hurt. It's just like burnt out. I don't get hurt anymore. You got to care about what people think and you have to be emotionally invested. I'm just not, I'm just, I'm not doing that to sound like I'm a badass. I just don't care anymore. And it, it more is an eco- the economist in me. We're like, quit wasting my fucking time. Why the fuck am I here? Yeah. Nice to see you too. It was a great not conversation we had. You, you, <clears throat> I had this, image in my mind although it was from a different angle it's about dating and i could do like a meme with it but this this would be back in the um uh nightclub day but i'd love to have a picture of a very packed bar or nightclub and each person would have a thought bubble and all the girls would be i can't find any guy there's no guys that are rich i can't find just complaining about the lack of men and then you'd have data pointing to each guy like Engineer salary, 120000 net worth $1.5 million. Uh, professional mountain climber, do, 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 do. But because they're not wearing a fucking clown outfit, these girls don't see it. Like the guy is right there, and all you have to do is ask. <clears throat> well, here's a really cool girl who's like, I don't know, software engineer, and she started her own company. But, you know, she just sits there, well, maybe that guy will talk to me. And they're all like, you know, oh, I could get another drink from the. Everyone's all up their own ass. All these ships passing in the night, sitting right there. Uh, Starscream, fifteen forty five bucks. All the ladies ask the same question. Question: Who hurt you, Cappy? I, th- let them ask. Good for the. Uh, uh, a lot of people did. My your response to that, by the way. Developed over at Asshole Consulting Labs, subsidiary, subdivision of assholeconsulting.com. You say, no one hurt you? (laughs) You were never hurt? What world are you from? JCM, five euros. It's a Western problem. Having the same issue here in Switzerland and France, our society's become filled with such ego, self-centric, obsessed pieces of crap. Yeah, but why are they obsessed with themselves? What's so great about them? Like I, uh, and not only that, here in the United States, people are obsessed about shit they were born with: their race, their color, their uh, their their gender, the religion they believe. 
I'm like, holy, put a bullet in my head, Batman. If all I had to celebrate, oh, I got brown eyes and white skin. Let me tell you about my brown eyes and white skin. Because you're not alive. You're not a thing. <clears throat> oh, my God. What? Let me tell you about what it's like to have a penis. Oh, gee. Penis studies. Alta Terra, five bucks. Cappy, thank you to and Coach Greg Adams. You guys are on point. Most people in relationships are boring, all about hobbies. Yeah, and I met Greg Adams, and Greg's an interesting guy, good guy. Wish best of luck to his son and his daughter. Didn't get to meet his daughter. Son's cool. His son's a sharp kid, sharp kid. Oxygen and kerosene, five British pounds. Good people are so few and far between that it's almost tempting to have kids despite the odds. Maybe one for a video request someday. It, it's, it's, I could see that. I could see wanting to have kids. Because I like kids. Kids will interact, especially when they're fresh off the assembly line. They're still open tied. You're like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to go fishing. We're going to do that. Oh, fuck you parents who just outsource your kids to daycare. What the fuck is wrong with you? And you don't spend any time with your children? What the fuck? Oh, oh, I'd round you up. I'd round you all up and we'd pray. We would pray. We would pray. But for those of you that don't invest and interact with your children, what the hell is wrong with you? <clears throat> uh, maybe one for a video request someday. Yeah. I mean, the, the most interesting thing until the tornado chasing kid came here is I went and I played ball with the dog. That was fun. All right, we caught up. JCM, one euro. Thank you, JCM. Uh, Samuel Tack, two bucks. Will we ever see Sled, the assassin? No, probably not. If uh, Vin or um, Rolo DMs, I will. Uh, and I love Drew, but Drew's got to get his head in the game, and it's not about slaughtering and, and being gross. Uh, TJ needs to get his head in the game, and I attack the enemy closest to me. It, I, I want to move faster. I want to participate in the game. I don't want to sit there and wait for people. It, here's how D&D should work. Everyone should be looking at the menu, paying attention to the story, figuring out what your next move is. So I'm going to do this, roll your dice, hit or miss. Not, blah, 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 jibby jabber, jibby jabber. You get up to the front of the line. Oh, let me decide what I want to order now. And you got too many players in that group doing it that way. And I'm I'm that critical because I love and care. But I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. I don't want to do the sit and wait game. Uh, Cynic in chief, two bucks. I'd love to work from home with a kiddo on my lap. Yeah, who wouldn't? Well, I don't want a kid. So, all right. Um, let's go to the article. Um, this is probably the most interesting development. It, the article's fine. It's not an interesting article, but it's an interesting development. Um, I immediately thought Theranos version 2.0. With funding from top investors, Game 2 aims to delay, even eradicate menopause. And here's a pretty young lady who has a legitimate degree. She's a doctor. With every year, more scientists and academics are very specifically trying to lengthen the lifespan of humans and ensure that those extra years are worth living. Some of those teams are focused on detecting cancer earlier as a means of extending longevity. Some are working to improve people's metabolism. All great, all wonderful, all for it. A small but growing group is also beginning to focus on menopause, which impacts the half the population. 
which impacts half the population and whose onset is associated with a long list of health conditions from higher blood pressure, bad cholesterol and triglycerides, which is a form of fat in the body, to even more frighteningly, a greater risk of breast cancer, heart disease, and osteoporosis. The newest outfit focused on the cause is Gain2, which says it wants to solve the problem of accelerated ovarian aging to change the trajectory of women's health and equality. <clears throat> Are you guys for it? Who's not for it? I'm for it. Longevity, more eggs, younger things, less problems, absolutely for it. Right? So far, you got, yes, yes. Because you're, you're evil if you don't want to improve people's lives. It doesn't matter if it's win. Yes. As explained by the company's co-founder and CEO, Dinah Radinkovic, who studied medicine at the University College of London, has spent most of her career in computational medicine, ovaries age up to five times faster than any organ in the sense they stop working far earlier than, say, the liver or brain or even skin. While women are born with a certain number of ovocytes, an immature female sex cell that later gives rise to a fully mature ovum or egg cell. They eventually run out of these, at which point their ovaries stop functioning as an organ and stop producing the hormones that control women's physiology. One-year-old Game 2 wants to help delay that process or even push it off forever if a woman chooses. And I don't know why a woman would not choose to do that. You don't want ovarian cancer. you know, And if you could keep that organ going longer... Even if it's something as just uh, making more eggs, but all the other problems that, you know, if this organ shuts down, all these other problems come in, absolutely, 100% for it, no problem. Um, by developing ovarian therapeutics that will initially be used to improve the process of assisted fertility, but hopefully eventually be used to identify cell therapies that can prevent the radin what Radinkovic describes as the medical burden of menopause. How exactly? It's still early days, uh, and Radinkovic is loath uh, to dive into specifics, but she says that the young company has already begun testing whether ovarian-supporting cells could help mature eggs and reduce the number of IVF cycles that women offer endure currently. We have strong preclinical evidence to believe in our platform, she says, of the outfit which is chaired by serial entrepreneur Martin Varsavsky, whose last company, Prelude Fertility, has created a nationwide network of fertility centers across the United States. Some notable investors are willing to bet on that early evidence and on Radinkovic. New York-based Game 2 just raised $20 million in funding led by Future Ventures, whose co-founder Mariana Sayanko says the firm is deeply excited about the prospect of a better standard of care for women undergoing menopause. The suffering caused by menopause is not a biological imperative. What? Okay, now you've lost me. The suffering caused by menopause is not a biological imperative. Yes, it is. Until you come up with a, a cure or a treatment, yes, it is. I won't go into details, but there was a gal, Google exec, tweeted out foolishly that after nine rounds of in vitro fertilization, she is barren and infertile. And, uh, and then there was a bunch of other tweets of, oh, sadness and blah, blah, blah. Biology doesn't care. I, I, I'm amazed how young women and old women think menopause is, is optional. But I'm not gonna, again, I'm not going to waste another breath of my finite life trying to convince women of biological reality. But if you want to believe it's, you know, patriarchy or whatever, 
<clears throat> not nature. That's fine. And the many complications that come with menopause, particularly early onset menopause, can be entirely avoided. Along with today's hormone replacement therapies, which she describes as blunt hammers lacking personalization. Other participants include Bold Capital Partners, Lux Capital, Plum Alley, TA Ventures, Overwater Ventures, Arch Venture Partners, co-founder Rob Nielsen, and 23ME CEO and Wojcicki. Game 2 has previously raised $3 million in seed funding, including from Atomic founder Jack Abraham, Salt Fund, FJ, okay, all these other people have invested. Whatever happens with the startup, the market opportunity is huge, and the thesis, given that people are living longer, makes obvious sense. Indeed, Look for other startups to begin more focusing on more focusing more squarely on delaying menopause as funding becomes available to them, especially given that researchers have been looking into menopause as a treatable disease for at least several years. Uh, game two has competition. Uh, according to Fortune, Selmatics company has already received some institutional support, including a grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to work on non-hormonal contraceptives. Early last year, it separately announced in a partnership with pharmaceutical giant Bayer and drug development Evotech. All right. All for it. Do whatever you can for whatever you want to extend your life, improve your health, improve the ability for you to have healthy eggs, have children. All for it. Here's my problem. And it's not my problem. This is just what society and humanity has done to me. What are the chances this is a Theranos 2.0? There's like three options. This is legit and it's possible and it's going to happen. Then there's, it's a scam. It's like dot-coms, a bunch of dot-com people, by the way. And I ended up working for a dot-com where the CEO did this. Just took the capital of the investor's money and ran. Like paid himself a big salary. Never had an intention of producing a product that worked. You know, the Theranos basically, where you have a psychopath that that wants you just can't steal money can you no you got to go run you got to be corporate executive you got to live the life and you lie there is a parallel between this being a young pretty lady and what's her name being a young pretty lady it it seems like people are i don't know if they learned their lesson or not so it's either a legit outfit that's genuinely trying to uh, delay or cure menopause there's a chance that it's Theranos and it's a 2.0 and there's really that they know the technology ain't going to work, but they know people want this desperately. So they're coming. And here's where I'm going to say it comes in is damn well near an 85% chance that there is a, a possibility. There is a chance. There are ways. And that's true. There are ways. We just haven't figured them out yet. There are ways that we could delay, if not fully cure menopause. I agree that 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 is out there. But what I think is this is going to be 85% hope. You know what hope does? Destroys people. Like all these, and that's where that, where that uh, vice president of Google came in. <clears throat> you know, a lot of gals are having hope in an IVF. Well, we could just do that. There's risk involved. And I looked into it when I did... Uh, was it for the book of numbers? I looked into the risks. Like eggs don't last long outside the womb. Um, and a, like I think only 20 or 40% of them survive the defrosting process. There are a ton of risks. And I feel bad for gals who put their faith in IVF and, and gave up when they could have kids when they were young and fertile and healthy. And then they get an eggs age, by the way. Like an egg when you're 20 is not the same as an egg when you're 40. 
And a lot of gals, they got like a one in two chance of this working. And then they don't have kids. Why? Because you had hope. And hope is not an action plan. Hope is not action. Hope is not agency. Hope is outsourcing the responsibility to fate. And fate doesn't give a flying fuck about you. Maybe it was, maybe it doesn't. But it doesn't acknowledge your existence. And that's what I'm fearing with this. Because women are, you see it, you see it. And ladies, I'm trying to help you out. I know truth. He's telling us the truth. Misogynist. Misogynies. Uh, <clears throat> oh, shit, where's I going to go with this? Oh, this is improving technology. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You, you see how desperate women are to want to believe that they can have children at any age. I have a friend. I love her dearly, but she's wrong. So she posted on her media platform uh, an article. A 60-year-old woman gave birth to a child. See? And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, you're smarter than that. You know that's a statistical oddity. But they'll rally around that obscure statistical outlier and make a decisions on the improbable statistical outlier than they will what is very likely to happen. And you will ruin this key aspect of your life if deep down inside you want to have children, which I don't delve into the deep down inside. But this, the effective, what the biggest effect this company is going to have if it don't come up with a, a real solution or a practical solution is it's going to have hope. And it's going to mislead maybe millions of women. I don't know. Depends on how big this gets. It's going to mislead a lot of people into thinking that there's hope. And if they don't deliver, you will have squand- a lot of women are going to believe it. They're going to fall for this. Because they want to believe what they want to believe. And there's no, there's no more powerful. For- I thought the strongest force in the world was the male sex drive or thermal uh, nuclear power. Nope. It's women's desire to believe in what they want to believe. Nothing stops that. Nothing breaks it. A black hole couldn't stop it. And so when I look at that, it's like, okay, you just... And I am not accusing uh, the young lady of, of doing this with ill intent. I don't think so. Uh, I, I would believe she's trying to do it because it's a, it's, it's a great market. Brilliant entrepreneurship on your part, by the way. I do have to applaud that. Because this is the number one thing in demand, I would argue, I would suspect, <clears throat> um, deep lurking in the heart of hearts of women. But man, you better have big disclaimers like, we don't have Jack right now. This is all speculation. We're not promising you anything. Please don't put all your faith and hope in this. The best way, now, and then she, she'd re- she dared tell the truth. The best time to have children is in your 20s. And so I'm real curious where this is going to go. You know, is it going to fail? Uh, was it never going to succeed? It's going to be Theranos, and then we're going to be dragged out in front of a court later on. Maybe, I don't know, it could happen. Could it be successful? The cure, and now, boom, a big problem for, for pretty much all Western women is solved. Could be. Could be that could be as fundamental, well, not as foundational or changing as the pill, but definitely be a, a fundamental change. That would that would be a, a ground-shaking development. But I have a feeling, like all bio startups, it's gonna fail. They're gonna run their tests, and it's not you'll make some progress, 
But it ain't going to happen this year. It ain't going to happen this decade. And I, I, I for the for the the health reasons alone, forget reproduction. If you can do heck, maybe you don't solve the menopause issue where there's no more eggs, but you keep the organ keeping going on so that all those other problems that unto itself would be worth it. Absolutely. But we all know what they really want. Well, we if given the choice, like, well, you could have really think about, well, you could have children up until whenever, or you can have all these other ailments go away, but you can't do both. You know, they'd be taking the children. You know, they would. And I'm going to sit, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch everyone get their hope. I'm going to eat my popcorn. Hope, eh? That worked real good for the black community. A lot more hope, more hope. Just not enough hope. Yeah, let's see how that works out for you. Hope. Um, I did want to, they were a little bit amorphous. Let me take a look here. Um, I want to see if she's an actual doctor or she just studied, you know, medicine studies. <clears throat> MD. Okay. She's legit doctor. Okay. I hope you make billions, dear. I hope, I hope you do good. I say I, it is it is absolutely probably one of the most profitable things you could. She'd be a billionaire overnight, billionaire overnight, and she'd earn every penny of it if she can get it to successfully work. She's a sharp gal if she's got that much business acumen. But man, don't lead these girls on. Don't give them any hope. They'll take that. They'll be like a a black kid in the in the uh, in the ghetto who thinks he's going to become a rapper. He's going to ruin all of his life trying to lay down some beats instead of going and studying becoming an accountant. So that'll be fun. All right, <clears throat> let's go through the remainder of the super chats, if there are any. I don't care. Uh, Taiwando, two euros. I don't care anymore. I, I'm joking. I never did. James Maui, new guy, five bucks. Thoughts on GameStop saga to this day. Seems like another squeeze is brewing. Hedge funds never closed their shorts. GameStop has no debt, ton of cash. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't pay attention to it. I mean, back in my days when I was an analyst and I was paid some token amount of money, um, I might have had an opinion, but I, I don't watch it. I really, I'm, I'm like this close to just listening to books. It's how bad it is. Jean Clement, M, five euros. In my own opinion, in my, in my HO, the digitalization of human interactions encourages narcissism plus high comfort of living, which doesn't encourage collaboration plus low IQ majority. Yeah, and there's no real investment clicking on this internet thing. Like I remember in the in the olden days, you know, my parents wouldn't drive me to go visit my buddy, so I would have to bike the 13 miles to my buddy's place. Well, that's 26 miles round trip. Well, that that made you that you had skin in the game. It built character. Uh now I can talk to like a douchebag like Jack Napier over the over the over the Pacific or Atlantic. You know? Now why you want to talk to Jack Napier? His podcast, Red Evening with Jack Napier, you should tune into it. Don't know why you would. Red Hawk, five bucks. I travel around the world hunting big game. I learned to shut up about it and make sure I don't get lectured by some PETA Karen people. So, yeah, that's see if you have an obscure, it's not obscure, but a controversial uh, hobby. 
you know, when I say, what kind of books do you write? Well, I write books to help men recover from the fact they didn't have a father and feminism has ruined their life. That's really the books I write from an economic perspective. But what I, what I say is I write books on finance and investing because that is also true, but I don't write, yeah, I write books to undo all the fucked up children that feminism has brought in single. I may, I basically undo the damage single moms do. <laughs> That's probably most the script. That is not going to make me friends. Well, actually, it would make me friends, but I would not be popular at a party. <clears throat> I'm not even caring about being popular at a party. I just don't want to ruin everyone's good time. Oh, I write books about economics and finance. Yeah. What kind of books? And maybe I'll say like Bachelor Pet Economics, Worthless, because those are pretty safe. Curse of the High IQ, everyone likes to think they're smart. I don't say the book of numbers. What's that? They analyze the statistical likelihood you're just going to be miserable marrying some gal. Alex Patino, five bucks. What's the old saying about hope? Hope is one in one hand and shit. Hope is, oh yeah, have shit in one hand and hope in the other and see which one fills up first. Yep, that is true. I I just, I hope so I can eat a lot of popcorn. But lots of women have faith in that. That's all right. They're going to fix it tomorrow. I'll be able to have kids at time 75. Keep going. Wait, you know, maybe 2022 should be the, the year of not just no, but the year of encouragement. That when somebody is doing something stupid, like you should, we should really, because, okay, where is all the reasoning and rationalization with young people not making stupid stuff, helping women like, hey, you might want to fall in love. Where has that gotten us? It hasn't stopped anything or improved anyone's lives. All we have is antagonism and people hating our guts. I think the year of 2022 is to just agree with liberals and leftists and feminists and be like, yeah, get your doctorate in therapy or not therapy, theater. Yeah, well, I, well, I don't know. You should go for the career. Well, they had, did you see this? This company is coming out with a way to eliminate menopause right around the corner. It, it, they're on the verge of discovering it tomorrow. Might even be out later this afternoon. You don't need a fine. No, go into more debt. <clears throat> Get your MBA, commute, pay taxes. Uh, Mexi Mike, 10 bucks. How about we also funnel billions to similar magnitude to men's birth control without the facade of prostate cancer, but that wouldn't favor the she economy or its narrative because old ladies want to be forever 21. Here, look, it, it, this is a perfect example. Who cares? This would be a good development for all of us. Stop worrying about women. We've we've made our peace. Can we agree as a group, as a society, we have stated our peace. We have laid it down on law. We've made our peace. Now we leave. Now we go have fun. And instead of worrying about women and, and well, men's prostate cancer, why don't we actually do something? Why donate to prostate cancer? And men do have birth control. It's called a vasectomy. It's, it's the most effective boom, bada bing, bada boom, done, not dealing with this crap no more. You never have to worry. It, it's And if every guy got a vasectomy, whoa. Don't ask for government-funded vasectomies. Don't demand it. Just go get them. Every guy go get a vasectomy. And then when all of a sudden there's no illegitimate kids being born anymore, girls like, where are the, oh, we all have vasectomies. What? Well, that means you don't get our sperm. But I want children. Oh, do you now? 
How interesting. What's it worth to you? <clears throat> yeah, see, I, I now am equal. You were the final arbiter. You had all the control with the ability to abort the child. Now I determine whether the pregnancy even begins in the first place. So what is it worth to you to have? Hmm. We're getting rid of uh, lopsided divorce settlements. We're getting rid of alimony. Um, we will, outside of the government, we will have someone stay at home and take care of my child. It's my child, my body, my choice. And if my child's going to be born, you will raise it. Or I will raise it if you make more money. But someone's going to stay home and take care of it. Oh, you don't know? Oh, that's okay. Man, you don't get my sperm. <laughs> hey, wait. Do you hear that? It's some music. Okay. No, it's got that beat. Hey, it's no sperm dance. Oh, yeah. The no sperm dance. Shooting Blake's now. The no sperm dance. Here we go. Shooting Blake's now. Mm, ain't got no sperm. No more credit cards. There we go. But it's in the other way. No sperm dance. You got, I'm not joking. This would happen. You met, like, let's say you're that um, Justin Waller kid or uh, Sterling Cooper, really good looking, top, you know, top good looking, high genetic material. So, I hear we would like my sperm. For $25 million, I will give you. <laughs> and that is something that could be done tomorrow. Well, maybe not tomorrow. I don't know how many um, urologists are around that can, I mean, what the what the vasectomy capacity per day is. But in one year, every post-pubescent man could have a vasectomy. And it would be done and over, and this nightmare would be over. But oh, we'd have to get off our ass and leave the room and stop watching our television. Well, I got to hang a pot rack. What? Take agency into my own hands? You could line them up real good. Arguing with the girl. Oh, yeah, I got a vasectomy. No, I'm not going to have a kid. No, you're going to have to stay home. Wow, sex is stuff. I can't wait. Wait, wait. You hear that? She'll be like, what? No, wait. Does this sound like music to you? You don't hear that? Pom, pom, pom. The new sperm dance. Mm, here we go. The new sperm dance. Uh, uh, you can't get my balls. The new sperm dance. You hit the walls, no sperm dance. It'd be like, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the golf movie? Rodney Dangerfield. Why can't I think of it? Caddyshack. Like, hey, hey you don't get no coke. <laughs> you don't get no sperm. But Aaron, that would be hard and difficult. Yeah, it's a lot easier for you just to go spend four years going in and out of a class for $100,000, right? Instead of dropping the 1200 bucks for like a 15-minute procedure. Yeah, you're right. It is too big of an investment. Uh, here we go. Um... 
Maxi Mike, five bucks. Brown with curing biology is it further enables further stupidity on other fronts, like wasting her time in youth to attempt a buzz beater. Well, here, women will, anything that gives you more options is as good as my book. Okay. So if a woman wants to have a kid in 75, fine. As long as you're okay living with the consequences. Well, you're probably not going to have a husband around. You're probably, no guy's going to want to marry you because guys want to have sex. Guys are attracted to youth abuse. We don't have to go over that all again. I'm, I'm sure if women are, look, and it's not even whether they accept the responsibility or not. That's not us. I'm done trying to like warn people. The real world is going to come down like a motherfucker on these people and beat the motherfucking shit out of them. This is where it's kind of like, I don't really care too much about menopause or the, the in vitro fertilization because in the case of that poor gal, she, she's arguing with reality and nature. There's no man to blame. You can't blame patriarchy. If anything, you got to blame feminism for telling you that, oh, whatever you want, no responsibility, no consequences. And you just sit there and that's like, it's already happening. And this is part of the show. This is one of the more interesting scenes of the show. High power corp executive, fertile, infertile. Told you. And, and you don't, you don't lift a finger. She's a, a, a dog howling at the moon. Nothing, it's too late. She gets to accept reality. And, and here is where that most powerful force in the universe runs into the immovable object of reality. She's going to lose. And the only outcome is acceptance of moving on or insanity. And that I'm very curious about. Very curious about it. But I don't care how uh, pig-headed or stubborn women are. In their delusions, reality is going to win. It always does. And I'm just going to watch. I'm I'm done. I got other shit to do. I got to go play golf or something. Alice Costello, Jack Napier isn't that bad. Definitely a douchebag. Jack Napier is a good guy. And for a young man, he does a good show. I like when him and Rurb come on. I like when him and Ryan Stone are doing a thing. Cynic and Chief, two bucks, nephew coming in April. Advice for new uncle. Sugar. Fun, take him out on adventure. Now it depends. Like if he's a little baby, there's not much you could do. But guy stuff, um, get him outdoors, do cool uncle things, um, ice cream, everything. You you go you go have fun. Not that feed now if he's old enough, feed the ducks and feed the fish. Old bread. Kids love that. Make sure they don't fall in. Otherwise, it's not that hard. Heavy Water Tread, five bucks. Check out some live tarot readings if you ever want to watch people pay to get lied to live. Kind of the opposite of this show. Good people watch. Oh, maybe I will watch it. Live tarot card readings. Athabaldecua, two bucks. Vasectomy, best decision of my life. You're a good-looking guy. Athab's six feet tall, six one. Very handsome fellow. Very intelligent, obviously. His sperm would be in high demand. Do you girls want that? Would you like that? I'll become a sperm broker. Spermbroker.com. We got sperm. Good sperm, bad sperm. We got a sexy Latino over here. We got the tall Croatian over there. What kind of sperm you got, baby? We got all types. We got short, skinny, fat, tall, smart, dumb. Which type Ooh, I see you want our criminal douchebag T-Rash special. That comes at the low, low price of $2.5 million. Felon sperm. <laughs> Leave me a check. I want a felon doctor surgeon astronaut. 
All right, that's it. Okay, uh, if you guys kindly would buy my books, uh, probably the best ones <coughs> for 2022 would be Bachelor Pad Economics, Curse of the High IQ, The Book of Numbers. Um, I don't know, Curse of the High. Oh, and Enjoy the Decline, Accepting Living with the Death of the United States. If you got questions, go to assholeconsulting.com. That's about it. That's about it. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.